and welcome everyone to the Saturday edition of the fourth quarter comeback. I am your host, Six Pack Pat O'Connor, here with my friend, back from the dead, Red Zone Rick. How you doing? Good to have you back, Rick. How you doing, Pat? Sorry I missed last week. I was out gallivanting around on vacation. I'm back now. Quite all right. Hope you had a lot of fun. Didn't get too sunburnt wherever you went. We're not going to tell everybody. As always, you can find us on social media. On Twitter, I am at Six Pack Pat with the number six. You can find the show at Fork UC Show, and you can find Rick at Rick Red Zone. Thank you for the follow in advance. We really do appreciate it. So, Rick, we started off week four with a barn burner. They went apeshit last night, that is for sure. The Vikings and the Rams... It was a good old-fashioned shootout. People are saying one of the best Thursday night games they've ever seen. Goff was out of his mind. He was hitting everybody on the field. He was spreading the ball around to Woods, to Gurley, to Cup especially. Not going to touch on that too much until we hit our regular show and the recap. But Rick, anything to say for last night? Last night's shootout, man. It it definitely was one of the better Thursday night games I've seen in a while. You know, Thursday night games usually... They're stepping up this year, aren't they? They're putting on they, a better a They better definitely product. are. They definitely are putting up a better product this year. Um, last night's game was refreshing. Especially refreshing is a great word for it. Coming off a short week from Minnesota and off that loss, you know, they, they, they came in rejuvenated. It, it still wasn't enough to get, you know, past the high-powered Rams. The Rams look really, really tough, man. Wow. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about them in the next show. Yeah, they are a juggernaut I'm not sure is going to be able to be stopped. But we'll be hitting that on the next episode, the regular recap episode. Today is all about the picks. All right, so we're going to get started off. Rick, your guys, it's going to be a tough one. The Jets are going to Jacksonville, and they are playing the Jags. We're going to start off with you on this one. What do you think? Well... I can't let my bias take over in this one, and I think that would uh, be a first. I think um, the Jags are going to prove to have too tough of a defense for young Sam Darnold this week. Um, I think the Jets will keep it close. I think it'll be a close game if you're betting. I'd say take the Jets, but is that a spoiler uh, alert for Rick's picks later on? No, definitely not. This is just me being a little biased trying to just, keep just some bias a little bit yeah. of bias. you gotta say there something go. for the jets okay there you go you. there you go i think the jets are gonna keep it close but um i think at at, at the end it's gonna be jacksonville's defense was too strong for us and it's gonna be far too much let's be honest i'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you guys out there i understand what rick's trying to say i don't here. think it's gonna be far he too much want I to just beat think... down the jets i can understand that but the jags are gonna beat down the jets that's gonna be the deal they're gonna come out of here with a vengeance they lost nine to six against the titans they're gonna want some blood and unfortunately it's the jets that are gonna suffer well we'll see man Check that's back. why they air them on television I'll be sure to check back with you. Keeping those receipts, huh? Definitely, always. You know that, Pat. Glad to hear it, Rick. All right, let's go to the big division game this week. This is a huge one. As you heard from what I said on the last show, the Dolphins and New England. This is a big one because if the Dolphins win, they go to 4-0 and have an early tiebreaker over a 1-3 New England Patriots, who are off to a rough start. Only win is against the Texans. Not impressed, as I've said before. I'm taking the Dolphins to get off to an early lead. 
Um, this one tore me up, Pat. I, I've been thinking about this one all week, actually. I really don't know. And this is a first for me. I don't feel confident in either pick. I'm going to say that because the Patriots lost last week and they're at home, I still really don't believe in Miami too much. You know, Tannehill is still Tannehill. And I think that sooner or later, he's going to come back down to earth. I think I'm going to take the Patriots in this one, but it's a really, really tough call for me. So, Do you feel like the Patriots are going to force Josh Gordon out there a little bit more than they normally would? Um, I would I would hope to see him get in the game, man. I would I, w- I want to see him get some passes thrown his way. I want to see him, you know, I want to see him put some stats up on the stat sheet. I, w- I would hope that he gets a heavy workload. We don't know how confident they really feel they feel with him right now at this point in, in time, but I would like to see him get a heavy workload. If it was up to me, I want him out there. You know, the Patriots lack that uh that deep threat. They lack that one offensive weapon besides Gronkowski that's going to open up Gronkowski's window because, let's be honest, they obviously missed Julian Edelman. So Agreed, and Edelman will be returning soon. I feel like they'll want to get Gordon a little accustomed to the offense before Edelman gets back in because you don't want to have to work two guys into the offense, even though exactly. Edelman's obviously used to it. You don't want to work two guys in in one week. So I feel like we're going to see Gordon get a little bit of run. He can be that explosive guy that offense needs, but I just don't see it clicking just yet. I feel Miami's getting it done. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a call, Pat. We'll see. I'll check back with you on Sunday on that one, too. Keep those receipts. I've got balls of steel, and I'm willing to bet them up. <laughs> right, Rick, next up we have Philadelphia Eagles at the Tennessee Titans. What are you thinking? I'm going to take Philadelphia in this one. I don't trust Tennessee. I don't buy their wins. I think when they faced Houston in Week 2, it was kind of still like a rusty Deshaun Watson. I think he kind of got his way last week against the Giants. He kind of found his way a little more. And I think that last week against the Jaguars, it was a divisional game. Those are always usually tough. Jaguars underperformed. So I'm going to take Philadelphia in this one. I think Philly gets it done. <laughs> Underperform might be the understatement of the year with that field goal fest. I agree with you that Titans are pretty underwhelming and Mariota is just having too many lingering issues with his injuries. I have to go with Wentz coming back. He's going to start leading the Eagles on a good win streak now. Next up, we have the aforementioned, very rusty Houston Texans. A lot of people were picking them early preseason to go pretty far, but uh, with a start of 0-3 and they're taking on division rival Indianapolis Colts with Andrew Luck, what do you think, Rick? Can the Texans get on the win column? As I just said a minute ago, I think that Houston finally found themselves a little bit on offense last week against the Giants, even though they they didn't come out with the win. Deshaun Watson was making good plays down the field, and I expect Houston to come out with the victory in this game. I do see them finally living up to their passing potential with Fuller and Hopkins both in the lineup. They've had some injuries themselves. Indianapolis is a little bit too much of a mess for me right now. Both of these guys in the Le'Veon Bell sweepstakes, actually, both would greatly improve with his presence. But for now, I'm going to have to take it as it is. And I'm going to go with Andrew Luck winning at home and keeping the Texans winless. Next up, we have Buffalo 
at Green Bay. Buffalo's visiting the not-yet-frozen tundra. Rick, I am going to stick with Green Bay in this one. I like Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is going to get the job done. But Green Bay is giving up far too many rushing yards. They're just not holding tight on defense. They're going to have to do a better job. Shouldn't be too big of a problem. A big factor is going to be if Shady McCoy plays or not. That's going to be a game-time decision. We're going to have to wait and see on that. Who do you like? I like Green Bay, even if Shady plays. I think that uh, Buffalo last week kind of overachieved against the Vikings. I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. Um, I expect Buffalo to come back down to earth a little bit this week, and I expect Green Bay to get it done this week. I expect Aaron Rodgers to come back and play a lot better than he did last week against Washington. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers get it done this weekend. Plus, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jones in the backfield starting to get a little bit more run. They're going to have to do something to help that running game out to take the focus off of Rodgers in the backfield. So look for that. And see I if certainly they hope get some so. Running. Certainly hope so. Give me some points in my fantasy league. <laughs> a little insight into Rick's mind. He's obviously been stashing Aaron Jones. The hardest working team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions. Are we going to see the fruits of their labor pay off this week against the Dallas Cowboys? I don't think so, Pat. I think we're going to see uh, Dallas pull through at home this week. They're coming off a tough loss. I think uh, I think Detroit might be coming off a hangover because they just finished beating New England, and it might be like a super high for them because, you know, Matt Patricia's old team. I think they're going to come crashing down, and we're going to see what, Detroit is really going to look like for the better part of this season coming up. After I can understand game. that. I see that. They definitely overachieved playing for Matt Patricia, trying to beat the Patriots. Definitely. I like Dallas. Dallas's secondary has come on really strong. They're really impressing me. I like the pass rush. I like the secondary. They're playing pretty damn well. The offense needs to get working. They need to get Zeke running. He's one of the best runners in between the tackles. He's going to have to get it working on the outside. They're going to have to get a little bit more going in the passing game. That's why I'm going to go with Dallas this week. I like the Cowboys at home. Next we have... Jameis Winston is returning from suspension, but he will not be playing against that insane Bears pass rush. They're going to leave Ryan Fitzpatrick, or Ryan McPatrick as you called him after the presser, or Fitzmagic, whatever you want to say. This is possibly his last chance to go out, and if he can put up a big performance, God forbid if he puts up a 400-yarder again, if he can do this against the Bears, I don't see, after the bye week, them being able to take him out and put Jameis in. I don't think they can. Not if Fitzpatrick definitely goes for 400 again. Um, I just don't see that as likely. I think the Bears' defense is really, really good. With that being said, I still see Tampa Bay coming out with the win. It's going to be very close, but I like Tampa Bay. I agree. I like Tampa Bay as well. That's not because I'm cheering for Chicago to lose every game and get those draft picks for the Raiders. I do like Tampa Bay to top this one off. A hell of a performance. I liked what I saw. The trust was there between Fitzpatrick and his receivers. If you saw that falling catch by Mike Evans, they just have a rapport going right now. I like it. Something I don't like, though, Rick, is how Atlanta's defense is crumbling before us. The Atlanta defense, they're just dying off one by one like a horror movie. It is not very good, Rick. Unfortunately for Atlanta, they have Andy Dalton and a heck of a passing offense actually coming in. We're not sure if Joe Mixon's going to be returning yet, but even if he doesn't, the Bengals are looking pretty solid. That said, I do like 
the Alabama boys on the outside for Matt Ryan. Atlanta gets it done. I think Atlanta gets it done at home as well. I like Cincinnati coming in. I think they have the offense to put up points on the board. I just think that Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons are going to be too tough on Sunday. They're going to get it done against Cincinnati. Rick, we've got Seattle and Arizona. There's not much to like about either of these teams. What was a proud NFC West rivalry is not so proud anymore. I'm going to go with the Cardinals with my blind dartboard choice of the week. Uh, I'm going to go Seattle. They still have Russell Wilson, like I said before. Um, I think Seattle's going to get it done. Let's go Seahawks. <laughs> All right, there you have it. The 12th man from New York. Next, we have Cleveland with Baker Mayfield going to Oakland to fight the Black Hole and the Raiders. I like the Raiders, obviously. That is not just a biased thing. We're going to get off the schneid. It's going to be the first win of the season. Baker's good. As I said before, no blocking for Baker, no pass rush for us. Something's going to have to give. I believe the Raiders' defense will make enough holds, and Derek Carr will lead the offense to enough points to get the win. Baker Mayfield throws six picks. Oakland wins in the landslide. Holy shit. All right. That seems like a little bit of a vengeance pick from the Jets game, <laughs> but I like it. I like every bit of it. All right. Speaking of New York, we've got the Saints going to New York to play the Giants. I like the Saints, even though their secondary is probably going to let Odell Beckham run fucking wild all over the place. Drew Brees and Michael Thomas are going to run even more wild and get the job done. They're going to get the win. Ironically, I said that Houston kind of found their way on offense last week and they were playing the Giants. I feel exactly the same about the Giants. I feel like they found what they were trying to do. I think this week they take the next step in getting Beckham in the end zone, and I feel like the Giants get it done. Not that I want to get too deep in the weeds here with the analysis, but couldn't that just be a product of two shitty teams playing each other with the Giants and the Texans, and they weren't really finding their way, they just played garbage against each other? Food for thought. We'll leave that on the table. Next up, we have the snake-bitten San Francisco 49ers traveling very far away to L.A., to play the Chargers. What do you think? <sighs> this one wasn't tough at all, Pat. Uh, Garoppolo <laughs> down. imagine not. Uh, <laughs> the 49ers aren't good. I got the Chargers. I'm going to shock you with this one. By picking an AFC West opponent of the Raiders, I'm going to take the Chargers. Wow. I know. Imagine that. That is shocking. Yeah. No, I like to win. Unfortunately, the Niners don't. Sorry, 49er fans <laughs> out there. The Chargers are going to crush them. All right, we've got the Sunday night game, 820 on NBC. Carrie Underwood, she's going to bring it to you. We've got the Baltimore Ravens, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Huge rivalry game. What do we expect to see, Rick? Man, this one was tough, too. Baltimore's been playing well. You know, Pittsburgh is just starting to get their niche back. Uh, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh at home this week. Are you? I think they get it done. I just think that Tomlin is back against the wall right now, and I think the Steelers are going to play for him. If their niche is garbage secondary, then yes, I feel the Steelers have found their niche because <laughs> I feel like Joe Flacco is going to pick them apart. John Brown's going for at least two touchdowns. The Ravens are going to get them. 
Ravens. I think they perform. I think the Steelers perform well in the first half of the Tampa Bay game. They let it get away from them a little bit, but I think they got enough to get it done. I think they they find themselves a little more this week. I could see it. It could go both ways, but I just think that the Baltimore offense, the passing offense, who would have imagined that is going to be able to pick the Steelers secondary apart? It should be a win for the Ravens. And lastly, we have the Monday night game. Breaks us into October, Halloween season, and we've got those jackasses and horse face masks called the Denver Broncos, and they're going to be visited by the mighty Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid. They have everything going right for them right now. They're undefeated on top of the division. This is a big game. Rick, who is going to win? Pat, I'm not picking against Kansas City until they lose. That's that. That's I'm just fair. not picking against them. I don't until disagree. I feel like I'm on board with that too. Until I see someone beat the Chiefs, I don't know if they can. The offense is going nuts. They're, the passing game is on point. They have Hunt back there as a hell of a running back. They've just barely utilized yet. They haven't had to. So until I see otherwise, Chiefs are running away with it. As well as this Monday night game, they're going to beat the Broncos. Those are our regular season picks of the week. Next up, we're going to have our daily fantasy DraftKings predictions. Here's a little bit of insight into a couple of value picks that we could get on DraftKings this week. First up, Rick, I've got some running backs on the board. we got Marshawn Lynch at 4800 bucks. He's going against Cleveland. He's at home. He's going to want to make a big impact. He's going to want to get that first victory at home, possibly the last season Raiders are playing in Oakland. Marshawn is going to run out of his mind. He's going to go over 100 yards, and he's picking up at least a touchdown. He may even get two this week. Uh, that's a nice prediction. Uh, the Jets looked pretty good against Cleveland last week when we were running the ball, so I think that the same could be said for Oakland if they just started early and often. I think they could get a running game going, and that could definitely project them into victory this week, like I said. Six picks from Baker. <laughs> and that will give Marshawn plenty of opportunity. Next up, I have Chris Carson. If Carson is healthy at 4,600, I expect him against the worst team in the league on defense, Arizona. Chris Carson should be able to get some run. He put up over 100 yards last week with, I believe, over 30 carries. Chris Carson should be a pretty good value pick. Also, Shady McCoy for 5,600. I just like him. Green Bay's not really defending the run very well. They could likely be splitting carries with Chris Ivory and Shady McCoy if McCoy is back. So do this at your own risk, but the upside is there. McCoy at 5600 he could be a good flex pick for you. $4,100, I like Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola, he's not striking too hard. Kenny Stills is getting a lot of offensive play there in Miami. But I do like Danny Amendola to come out with a vengeance to beat his old team, the Patriots. Another receiver out there going for 4500 bucks is Mike Williams. He has a building rapport with Phillip Rivers, and he's playing, unfortunately, a team that's going to give him a lot of opportunity in San Francisco. Mike Williams, he may go for another two touchdowns this week at 4500 bucks worth the risk for a tight end i've got eric ebron jack doyle he's hurt and eric ebron is going to capitalize on that he's going for 3600 bucks he's playing the 24th ranked houston texans there's a lot to like for eric ebron finally showing some upside for such a high draft pick that turned into a bust in detroit i think ebron is definitely finding his spot in this offense with andrew luck throwing him the ball i like ebron this week 
Last but not least, I have the high-ticket item. I'm going to go ahead and drop 8700 on Odell Beckham. Odell is going to pick apart that ranked last New Orleans secondary. Odell's going to be able to get stats. New Orleans is going to get the win. Odell's going to get the stats. He's putting up over 150, two touchdowns. He's going to have a day. I like that pick, Pat. That's why they call me Six Pick Pat, as well as Six Pack Pat. And those are your Daily Fantasy DraftKings value picks. And last but not least, we have what we all came to hear. We have the returning Red Zone Rick, and he is here to deliver us to the promised land with Rick's picks. These are Rick's against the spread picks for all your betting needs. Rick, the floor is yours. So this week coming up, I got four games for you. One of them is a lock. Uh, The first game is going to be Detroit at Dallas. We got Dallas minus three. Uh, We're going to give the points to Detroit in this game. We're going to take Dallas. Uh, I think that Dallas is going to get it done at home. Detroit coming off that hangover win against the Patriots. I think they're just still celebrating, and it's not going to look good in Dallas this weekend. Uh, For the second game, we got Cincinnati and Atlanta. We're going to take the over in this game. This game is a tough game to call. Atlanta's defense is hurt. At the same time, Atlanta's still putting up points, and they're still looking like a juggernaut on offense. So this game is a little tough for me to call when it comes to against the spread. But we're going to go with the over here, 53 and a half. I think that both teams are going to be able to put up a lot of points on each other, and I think that they're definitely going to get over the 53 and a half point mark. The third game is going to be Houston and Indy. Houston is the underdog in this game. Uh, Indy is giving up a point in this game to Houston. We're going to go ahead and take Houston. I think Houston, again, like I've been saying all show, has been finding its way on offense, and I think that this week they're going to get done. I still think that Andrew Luck needs some more weapons on the outside to get it done this year. I'm not looking for the Colts to have a great season. I think they'll be competitive, but I think Houston comes out with the win this week. And last but not least, I got my lock of the week. This week's lock of the week is going to be the New York Giants versus the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans has been putting up points left and right. And again, like I said earlier in the show, I think the Giants are kind of finding themselves on offense now. So I think that this number is definitely going to go over 49 points. I expect the over in this game, and that's my lock of the week. If you want to win some money, put your money up on the over for the New York Giants and the New Orleans Saints this weekend. I guarantee this pick as the lock of the week. And like I said, follow me on Twitter. When you win your money, DM me. I will send you my PayPal information so you can send me over my cut of your winnings. My guaranteed lock, once again, New Orleans versus New York Giants, the over. And that right there is my 100% got to hit it, got to pick it, lock of the week. I think that sounds good. I would not wager against Rick's pick. I would not wager against your lock. I know where I'm putting my money. It's on the over. And with that, we come to the end of our Saturday show. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you all make a lot of money. Send us our cut. I know we keep joking about that, but I hope you'll catch on that it is not a joke. We want the money. So with that, stick with Rick's lock of the week. I am at Six Pack Pat on Twitter. This is at 4QC Show on Twitter. That is at Rick Red Zone on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Fourth Quarter Comeback. Thank you for joining us again. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow. <laughs>